Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Steve DeSager in for Harmon tonight. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, here we are, Steve-O. Dabo Sweeney, Clemson, fall to Duke, 28-7. to And he said, in all my years of football, this is the most disappointing. Never seen something like this tonight. 
and I really don't like NIL. Can I talk about that for a second? <laughs> See, Duke, this is why. Duke got all their players because of NIL, and this is what's <laughs> shocking to us. Now, look. By the way, anybody that Duke gets as a transfer in still has to qualify academically to go to Duke. Can we mention that out loud? Yeah, you can't just walk right in. I'm ready. No, no, no. no. You gotta, you gotta We're not to that stuff. point yet. Oh, okay. Now, this is just one game for, for Dabo Sweeney, but just to think about this for a second. Sweeney, the last couple of years, maybe he knows I don't quite have the teams that I had. I don't have Trevor Lawrence anymore. I don't have Deshaun Watson, who was as good as he was. Uh, he's 53, right? He's 53, and so he's, still, so he's still really young and young in the coaching profession. But, but, this loss to Duke is a really big deal. Right. This is I know you're on the road, but boy, this is a Duke team. You are a three touchdown favorite over Duke. Already you can hear Dabo say things, hey, I'm not that up on the NIL situation. I'm not, you know, he doesn't like that as much. I'm not a big fan of where college football is right now. And I just wonder if this is the beginning of the year for him, where depending on how this year goes for Clemson, that he becomes the next I, I don't want to say he becomes the next Urban Meyer because it's completely different circumstances. No, I honestly thought you were going to say he becomes the next veteran coach to become an assistant at Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. Can't you see that? Or, or the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Either one. Either of those <laughs> things he does. But you, you wonder if Dabo wants to – obviously he'll want to continue on to coach, but – Maybe he's maxing out at Clemson, and he, the 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 salad days that he had, he's not going to be able to keep him going. And this is just one game. Just seeing where Dabo is, you know, mentally as far as where college football is right now, and it's the Wild West. It changes every single day, and a lot of coaches aren't up for it. Right? It's it's the it's the younger coaches who are coming in right now that are all trying to master the NIL situation, the transfer portal, and all of these things that Clemson won't use. Uh, it's kind of an, an antiquated way of thinking and not that it would be so much for on on the on the school's side as well but if Clemson struggles doesn't Dabo Sweeney sit back and go okay I think I've done all I can do here and if I'm not going to be this kind of coach and I want to wait and see how things shake out in college football for a couple of years maybe I go and I'm on TV for a couple of years and I do the Urban Meyer thing and then when I'm ready I get my pick back in because he'll go anywhere he wants to. Coming off the success he had, one bad year at Clemson isn't going to make people think Dabo doesn't know what he's doing. Hey, give me some time away from the game where I can still be involved in the game and I can kind of gauge where to go from here because the game's going to be different in two years than it is now. Maybe it'll be a, a game where I'm a little bit more conducive to succeeding in that if I take a couple of years off because I, I don't think he's going to be a guy that sits around for the fall of Clemson. Right, I mean, the the last two guys he's brought in a quarterback, DJ Uyadale, was supposed to be it. Right, physically he had all the gifts. He couldn't win, couldn't move the team. Hey, Kate Klubnik, he's the next guy. Uyadale goes did win a lot of games, a good record, by the way. Yeah, one games, yeah, one games, but wasn't wasn't Trevor Lawrence, wasn't Deshaun Watson. It's hard to live up to those guys. But Uyadale. Not the guy goes to Oregon. Happiest guy in the world right now is him going. I threw five Oregon touchdowns State, and yeah. we won. Uh, so he doesn't succeed there. Klubnik, you now don't know. You know where he is going for because he had an awful game tonight. Uh, and so if I don't, if he doesn't know that he's got that next great quarterback coming, 
he's built a lot here. He's built this program. Sure. He's won two national championships. I, I wonder if this this will be depend if this year goes like this that he's at the end of the year. It's you know what I'm walking away. I need some time off, and I'm going to go do TV. And and you know he doesn't even need to do the 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 family thing. It's just you know I need a break. I'm burnt out. I've been doing it for a long time. When you know he's I'm not going to preside over a fall, and the fall of Clemson is clearly what could be coming here. So I'm wondering if you get to the end of this year and this season plays out a lot of stops and starts he doesn't see it getting better if this is the end of the run for Dabble and Clemson and it's not that Clemson as we mentioned earlier can't have a good season and a bowl game and a bowl win and all of that but it is a possibility realistically that they are two and two at the end of this month I was only half kidding about becoming an assistant for Alabama there is an (laughs) Alabama clause in that 10-year contract he is just starting if he left after this year for example for Alabama specifically he would have to pay Clemson $7.5 million, and that amount drops a little bit every year all the way through 2030, through the life of the contract. If he leaves Clemson for an NFL job, he wouldn't, allow, uh, wouldn't owe Clemson anything. Yeah, I mean, if, if he wants to try his hand at the NFL, this would certainly be the time to do it. Hey, he's a hot guy coming out of college. Yeah, you do. I, I just don't know if that's where he wants. I've never really heard no. uh, heard the whispers that he wants to go to the NFL, which is I've, why I've it's written really that way. That. I'm sure. Yeah, I, so I, but I, but if he, but if he steps out, he steps out, right? Look, I'm, I'm going to retire. Oh, okay, well, I, I retire. He says no to the rest of the money. One of these ten-year, hundred million contracts that the Georgia coach has and the Alabama coach has, the Clemson coach is starting. Yeah, I, I mean, I really because he's going to he, look, he'll be well sought after. He'll be somebody who really wants. I, I, I just it, it's it's hard. Because Syracuse he's a, orange. He's a oh, but no, oh God. Dude, we, <laughs> Sorry, we won 65 nothing. We won 65 your, nothing. Tracks. I have this love-hate thing with Dino Babers because there's times I think, boy, he's really what we need for seven years. Other times I go, what are we doing? It's been so we've been to one bowl game in the last five years. Come on, man. So I, I have this love-hate thing. Have this that's love my fault. Thing. That's second time. That's my fault for bringing up Syracuse football. But I thought it would okay be now. a good thing because yeah. of uh, you know the opening win and all and the shutout yeah. and too bad they can't play Colgate every week. But No, it's okay now. Yeah, we we have Western Michigan next week. That's oh, fine. go for That's it. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, we're good. As we're far good. as this orange team, Clemson, didn't they play in the Orange Bowl last year against Tennessee? It was all orange. You couldn't tell who was who in this crowd. But you had a Clemson preseason top 10 team that had one touchdown against Duke, for crying out loud. And it's not that Duke's bad. It's just you're Clemson. So how is this happening? In fact, you'd have to go back to 2007 since Clemson scored this few points against an unranked opponent. And here, Duke is quite a story on the flip side, because with the new coach and the scoring quarterback from last year, they hit the ground running this year. And I know I kind of joked about the ACC schedule that Clemson plays. Well, that means that Duke gets to play some of these ACC teams that we don't necessarily look up to either, like Virginia and Wake Forest and so forth. And they also have games against UConn and Northwestern coming up next week, uh, Lafayette. So go for go Duke. They could be piling up the W's. Look at Duke. All right, your new college football playoff uh, after week one. It's Colorado, Syracuse, Duke, and Michigan. There you go. Those are your teams. Those are your four teams. What if Duke actually wins at North Carolina late in the season? Duke oh. could have something like a 10-2 and two type of record. I mean, that's imagine? what they're staring at, the possibilities. 
Duke versus Colorado for the national championship. Duke, Colorado. <laughs> See, that should be some sort of consolation bowl because I would watch. I would watch more than I would watch probably one of those first round games next year. <laughs> I'll tell you what, listen, and we'll have more on the Clemson uh, upset loss coming up in a bit, but the thing about Colorado, and, and, and it, it's been such a huge conversation this weekend. There's nobody I've talked to that hasn't the, – the second thing in the conversation hasn't been Colorado when it comes to sports. Whatever's going on, Colorado, and Colorado's win over TCU. And, and there's – look, you're going to hear a lot of different reasons, and you already started to hear some, hey, what does this mean? What, what did they accomplish? What did Colorado really do? And while Colorado – they did two things. I'll tell you, they did two things. Quite a the bit, f- I would argue. They, they did, but they, they did one thing, okay, and they did one thing that's unbelievably large. The first thing they did was they arrived sooner than expected. Right? I know Dion was talking a lot about all the haters and everybody, you didn't pick me, you didn't believe it. I don't think there was anybody that didn't believe Dion was going to win. It just was, was he really going to win this fast? Because college football's not a add water and stir type situation, right? You don't, you don't do that. You don't show up with 87 new players, install a new offense, and say, hey, now we're going to go play great. Just the no. first half of that sentence. You don't yeah. show up with 87 new players. That I mean, never everybody happens. Would, everybody would. It's like the first day of summer camp. All right, everybody, if you have a blue right. name tag, you're on this side, a red name tag, That's you're on right. that so side. That's right. So why weren't they turning the ball over left and yeah. right as a new team, or one penalty after another, or the string of false starts, and yeah. yet they kept needing to score or make a big big play and they kept doing it and they won the high scoring game at TCU Saturday because of it. Remember, Colorado lined up for a 49-yard field goal to end the first half and made it and wound up winning by 3. It was one clutch play after another, offense and defense, not just special teams. It's it's arrival sooner than expected. I thought it would take about midway through the season, and then you were going to see Colorado be really good, right? Because, like I said, it's not he. This is something that we've never seen before. This type of performance, this quick with this kind of turnover, right? It doesn't happen this way. It, it just doesn't. It couldn't and, before. And, no, and and now now you're a little. It's a little bit more. I would say a tiny bit more conducive to it because you have the the transfer portal and so many you have big time players changing every year now, so they have to jump. Even in people that aren't. J T. Daniels was quarterback for Rice last weekend. There are people that are on their third and fourth team. Oh, he was the first ever journeyman quarterback in college football. <laughs> I was JT. There Jones. are some, I mean, we saw, we talked about Michael Penix earlier. The guy had five touchdown passes for Washington over the weekend. Slow start, but eventually blew out Boise State. I think he's in his ninth year of eligibility. I, I yes, think between yes. all the injuries and the COVID year, it might be his ninth. Don't, don't write that down in pen, but it might be the case. They serenaded him with a happy 30th after he threw the fifth <laughs> touchdown on Saturday. He no, He's so, actually a clip Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA for Pac-12 record of most years of eligibility. Say, he's eclipsed the age of Dorian Gray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. watch out what, for what, the painting. Being able to do that now we age backwards. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. alert. We age backwards. Uh, so he's been able to do that much quicker than anticipated, which nobody thought. That's the bit. That's the big on-field thing. Is nobody thought he wasn't going to win, but it would take a little bit of time. And I thought middle of the season, you get to week six, week seven, then they were going to hit a stride. But the bigger thing they did, and this is the biggest thing for college football, is college football needs a national team. They need a national presence to continue to grow the game. Because college football has become incredibly regionalized in the last few years. We've went through the Alabama run. 
That was terrific. But we kind of got bored with Alabama. We need something else, right? We had the USC dynasty in the early 2000s. We jumped to Tim Tebow, who ran the sport for a few years. Then we had Johnny Manziel, and now what? And we had Alabama's run, but we're kind of bored with it. Alabama's not that interesting. Nick Saban doesn't say anything. He's crusty and curmudgeonly. That's who Nick Saban is. But here comes Deion Sanders, who is full of bluster and bravado and talent and desire and the desire to shove it in your face. And here he is with some dudes that you saw. His son is terrific. You watch Travis Hunter. That game he had, 110 snaps, something to marvel at. Watch him play defense. Watch him catch 11 passes for 120 yards. He's got dudes, and suddenly Colorado's win is all anybody wants to talk about. They are a national team. Alabama, we're not even going to get to talk to them about the show. No one really cares. Georgia doesn't matter. But Colorado and Deion Sanders, they have become college football. And it helps that Deion Sanders is a huge personality, and he's someone that we knew coming in, but it helps even more that he's someone that doesn't care about what people say about him. He doesn't care what he says. He doesn't care what the fallout is. He doesn't care what the reaction is to it. He is someone that grabs everybody's attention and demands that you pay attention to him. And that's what college football needs. They need a national team that every Saturday, what are we going to go watch? Hey, we got to make sure. I want to watch Syracuse. I got to make sure I watch Colorado. Excuse me? I'm going to watch Indiana, and I got to make sure I watch Colorado. I'm going to watch Stony Brook, and then I'll make sure I watch Colorado. (laughs) I'm going to watch USC. I'm going to watch Colorado. They've become must-see television and the biggest stars in the game. Dion and Colorado, they've become it. And it's great because it cuts through the clutter. It's new. It's not a retread of something we've seen before. It's something we haven't seen before. I'll tell you, the two biggest sports that needed to cut through were baseball and college football. Baseball got Shohei Otani. Never seen that before. Hey, that helped the sport immensely. College football needs the same thing, and we got it. That has helped the sport immensely. They are national. They are it in college football. And Fox TV wisely had Colorado as its opening big noon Saturday game, and boy, did it deliver. And now they had already scheduled Colorado's second game, the home opener for Dion and crew. This Saturday is going to be the big noon game on Fox TV when they host Nebraska. And coming up, the two games at the end of September for the Buffaloes at Oregon and hosting USC back-to-back. I'm glad you brought up Travis Hunter of Colorado because that's a superstar recruit that Dion brought with him, and he brought two family members who starred Saturday as well. So in addition to all the other transfers, he personally, in this unique change of venue brought immediate uh, talent with him. It wasn't just other transfer portal guys from some independent you choosing Colorado. But Travis Hunter, with the starring plays on offense and defense, you're old enough to get this reference. I mentioned on the Saturday night show, it immediately reminded me of Gordy Lockbaum, a guy from Holy Cross, who finished third for the Heisman Trophy in the late 1980s because he played defense and offense. The year before his Heisman votes season, he had 800 yards rushing, 800 yards receiving, and about 50 tackles all in the same season, and then was even better than that as a senior. At Holy Cross, he got to New York as a Heisman finalist. Travis Hunter had a phenomenal opening his first game with Colorado. Yeah, no, no, and... and and there's more of, I mean, look, obviously at Colorado and being that guy, he's going to get a little more, a little more exposure than you do it at Holy Cross. Sure. Uh, let me, I, I don't think 10. Holy Cross. Yeah, I don't think Holy Cross. Although the day, Gordy had, Lockbaum, cover of Sports Illustrated, that's how the country found out. People used to read, you know, print magazines back then. That That is true. That is true. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's just, it's, when stuff cuts through the clutter, 
It's yes. different. It, it just it just lands differently because oh, I haven't seen this kind before. of like this show in the evenings on the landscape of United States Radio. Exactly. It, we got to give you something. Look, that, look, and, and you know, you say that that's kind that's kind of accurate because what we need to do is give you stuff that you haven't heard all day. That's right. right. And big can I say, as a listener, what you guys do, you and Mike, is you treat this like the live radio show it is. I can't tell you the amount of shows I have heard that sound like either they could be podcasts or taped this morning. You are on top of things as games are happening, like tonight, and first with the recap after the evening games are done. It's a good show. Oh, thank you very much, Steve. You, you want to be on again tomorrow? No. Oh, <laughs> I am not saying that for this reason. I'm saying as a listener, it delivers in that way, and that's what we as sports fans need. And do we? I, I can't tell you the amount of people that probably had a Colorado show written and would have gone all the hours with it. And guess what? Something bigger happened for tonight, and you've been on it. That's the show. That's what happens on this show. Whether I'm in the building on a particular night or not, that's what happens. Steve DeSager is in the building. Steve DeSager is in the building. <laughs> uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Jason Smith, Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. Colorado has become the topic in that quick a time. Hey, one of, you know what my most, the most favorite part I had from the Colorado game against TCU on Saturday coming up next? Plus, a big story out of Major League Baseball as it looks like the Dodgers may be without one of their best players for the rest of the season. That's coming up next right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Sports Radio, happy Labor Day. Maybe you're hanging out, listening to the show while you're in a piano bar. Thinking about why you bet money on Clemson. It didn't work out well. <laughs> We're here for you here on the show. Jason Smith, Steve DeSager, in for Mike Harmon tonight. Now, I ask you this, Steve-O, because I know you're going to love this. So, we talked about this Duke upset in Clemson tonight, 28-7. Huge upset. Duke had lost 28 straight games against teams ranked in the top 10. Last time Duke beat a top 10 team was in 1989 when they beat Clemson. Yes. Who was the head coach of Duke in that game? <laughs> 1989, uh, Spurrier. Steve Spurrier, yes, was the head coach wow. of Duke in that game. People don't realize, kind of made his bones as a coach there and went on from there. But for Duke to right allow... Right now he's going, how come people call my phone? Why do they call my phone? I, it's like 1230 at night. Why people? I got I to I get a lot of golf in the morning. Why do people go, oh, 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 I see. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm up for that interview. How much you want to bet Spurrier's going to be on Dan Patrick tomorrow talking about the 89 That's game right. against Clemson? And then you're going to hear, and now Clemson's got a problem. <laughs> By the way, for Duke to only allow one touchdown against a top 10 opponent, this was the fewest points allowed by a Duke team to an AP-ranked opponent, top 10 or otherwise. Since 1971, when Duke won a 9-3 to game against a top-10 Stanford team the year after Jim Plunkett graduated. Wow. In Duke football history, can we put a little context as to how huge a night this is? <laughs> Beat Clemson 28-7. to And you, and you mentioned that 28 losses in a row against top-10 teams. That was 28 losses in a row by an average of 35 points per game. They dominated Clemson's second half. Clemson was the gang that couldn't shoot straight. Yeah, this is not going to be a night that Clemson's going to want to go back and look at the tape of this game. Uh, now, another quick college football up before we get to a big story in, in, uh, in baseball. is You know what my favorite part of the Colorado TCU game was on Saturday? Well, obviously, I was exciting. It was back and forth. You know, either team could have won. It was, sure. it was, just, it was just so much fun to watch. But you know what, what they do for each school when they have the 30-second commercial about come to this school? Sure. When they go, hey, and, and every, every commercial's the same, right? It's all, hey, we have the leaders of the next Next, uh, they show the next science the lab. Country. Yeah, there's always people with white coats on and goggles doing something <laughs> science-wise. There's somebody doing something on computers, and you know we're seeing some kind of of uh, uh, computer out that looks like it's out of Minority Report. You know, where they're moving stuff around with their hands and everything else. So and you're saying it's not yeah. really the picture. It should be like, hey, come to USC because our quarterback has 52 NIL deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here because we're going to win a lot of games at least until we play Notre Dame. Uh, you know, they show you that 30 second. Hey. 
and they're always great shots of the of the of the campus and how pretty it looks because they make sure to take it on a, on a nice warm summer day. Oh, and look how great this, this actually looks. has something to do with Colorado. What you just said because right when they started to be good and recruit with Milton McCartney in the late nineties, you know Eric Bieniemy and other guys went uh, there. One of the recruits who wound up an All-American lineman said, you know, I went from Southern California to Colorado because on my visit, they told me that it's X number of days, 200-something sunny days in the state of Colorado. They didn't tell me it was sunny in 20, but <laughs> they got the recruit anyway. Uh, yeah, that's, they don't do that at Syracuse. What's the weather like? Well, there won't be 10 nice days from Halloween until May 1st. So, so we have here. a dome. Come here. So, come here. so, uh, so the, you know, they do the whole thing of, hey, come here. They show how great the, the school is. Maybe a famous alum is and there. And it is picturesque with the mountains for Colorado, yeah. for example. Oh, it's, or, oh, it's yeah. great. But they do the one for Colorado. And everything is a reference to Deion Sanders. It's it's the it's the it's the the school's uh, pr- chancellor going. We have prime location, and then you know it's, it's a student saying wow. we have prime opportunities for anything you want to do. Everything was prime, and I'm going, oh my god, Deion Sanders is the entire university. And you wonder <laughs> why universities pay millions to coaches? They're the face of the school. It's marketing. Everything was prime. We have you have prime chances to be whoever you want to be here at Colorado. We have prime learning chance. Everything was prime, and the smiles on everybody's faces. Because normally, when you try to get you know chancellors or people or administrators, you know they can only give you so much because I used to be on camera. No, they're all so smiley and happy. And yeah, we got this. It's like they did it live. It's like hey, yeah, we're <laughs> excited. We're winning this game now. It's so exciting. We're going to do this live. It's fantastic. Oh, just- I mean, th- that was my most favorite part of was going, I, I can't believe, the, even about the school that has nothing to do with football at all, even the stuff about the school is about Deion Sanders. Just wait till you see the smiles on Colorado once they get to play Colorado State. You know, that's oh, an annual game, man. and a lot of times it's a neutral site game, and it's the game for the state, but Colorado State was awful last year. Not as bad as Colorado was last year, but bad. No, 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 and no, Colorado no. State just opened losing 50-24 to to Washington State at home. 50 not to Washington, yeah. to Washington State. Yeah, there's there's a lot of teams that were saying, yeah, we get Colorado. Oh, now it's, oh, man, yeah. we get Colorado. So that's like, in a couple weeks. Yeah, Nebraska's like, yeah, we get Colorado. Oh, we get Colorado <laughs> now. Oh, boy. You know, the other fun part, too, just really quick, is that you mentioned those great Colorado teams of the early 90s. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of that, too. And obviously, because, you know, I was in college, I was younger, it was fun. You know, all the good old days are always when you're younger. But that was the, those Colorado teams of the late 80s, early 90s, Bill McCartney, that just jumped onto the scene. They were never any good, and suddenly, bam, boy, Colorado. He recruited is, like they had not recruited before in the 80s. It's, it's amazing to watch them, and they have quarterbacks, whether it was the late Salonesi who was able to jump in, whether it was Darian Hagan. We had I mean, Mike Pritchard on the air tonight, receiver. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you had Charles Johnson. You had so many great plays. And then you go into Cordell Stewart and Michael Westbrook, is that this this was like the beginning of because Colorado was fun in the nineties because you're used to all the same teams in the in, you know for the seventies and the eighties it's Oklahoma Nebraska every year and the winner of that's going to win the in national conference. championship and yeah and you Colorado know, and, was in that conference then and then there was about a five ten year span with Colorado football they finished finished top five nationally four or five times. 
Yeah, now now you get to Colorado. Suddenly, hey, we're here. It's like, whoa, Colorado is good, and you're interested in them. And it's Eric Bieniemy, and it's Rashawn Salam winning the Heisman Trophy a few years later. And I mean, that Colorado just program just burst on the scene. And then obviously, though, they had their run, and then they had difficulties. But that's kind of what what Deion Sanders has done just a generation later. Hey, we're bursting back on the scene with Colorado football, and that was kind of cool because I I got to go back and look at some of the games and and see the national championship game against Notre Dame and the big clipping penalty that. That uh, you know that that cost Notre oh, yeah. Dame a, a chance to rock Colorado to win the national title on Rocket Ismail, and that was that was a really fun memory memory lane look looking back. So I felt the same thing. Colorado just showed up for, out of nowhere in 1990. They're showing up out of nowhere in 2023. It's kind Do of you fun. know who the Colorado quarterback was 20 years ago? Oh, 20 years ago, he in called the Colorado game last weekend, and will this weekend? It was Joel Klatt. Of Fox TV, really? That oh, he's going to be doing all kinds of interviews now too. He's got all kinds of interviews. So glad. Every any, anybody had anything to do with Colorado? Hey, come on the air. Talk about how excited you. It's like when USC got really good in the early two thousands. All the celebrities. Will Ferrell would not be the star he was now if he didn't go to USC. Sorry, that's a hot take. He used to. He, he used to work in the sports information department at SC. <laughs> he used to referee in uh, AYSO. Uh, in, in, in really? A, in, so it was just soccer. a movie with the kids' soccer. Oh, no, no. Dude, you want a great story? So this is about five years ago. This is Will Ferrell, who's oh, co-owner yeah. now of the soccer team LAFC that played Lionel Messi last night. Yeah, the, the, and, and star of Barbie. Because now millennials don't know who Will Ferrell is, but now you make oh, he's the guy <laughs> He was on Barbie. this show called Saturday right. Night Live, which of course yeah. seems like it hasn't been on the air for three years because of the strike. But yeah, that's where <laughs> Mitch, he made his bones. Mitch, I thought, I thought we discontinued you. So this is about five years ago, and I'm coaching... Uh, I think it was my U- U10 all-star team, U- U11 all-star team uh, in soccer. And we're playing here in L.A. on South L.A.'s field, which is like, like maybe about 25 minutes from our house. There's a big tournament going on. And so we're on the field warming up, and I knew that he was a referee and, and did stuff because his kid plays at AYSO. So we're warming up on the field, and I got everywhere, and I'm talking to the girls and everything else. And all of a sudden, I see the tallest guy in the world because he's like nine feet tall. He just comes walking across the field, dress, referee outfit on just going to his car to leave and he just goes he's walking by and they go oh my god that's will ferrell and he walks by and he kind of gives me a you know a, a, a wink and a nod and he say and i go hey and i look and i go to zoe because elf is one of her favorite we go zoe that's will ferrell right there she goes what i go that's will ferrell right there she goes, oh, and she runs and tells all her teammates that and happens in time, la all the time for people who don't live here eventually at some point <laughs> in the year i'm serious you will see someone last weekend i saw jay leno driving past me it just it it happens all the time was he going to his garage and do the jay leno's garage i think he there? was because he was in an old car i've seen him <laughs> i'm not kidding i've seen him now four times driving and in a different old car every time maybe he's uh, stalking you no, that's what it is. no, no, it's always going the opposite way, not behind me, but like I'm going to the freeway and he's coming off the freeway. That I think maybe he wants to work late at night. He wants to work late at night again. He's yeah. looking for it again. Yeah, well, you know, he had that, uh, what was the old Groucho Marx show, You Bet Your Life? They've redone yeah. it with him as the host in syndication, but I assume because it has writers, that's another thing like SNL yeah. that's not going to be on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he could do What's Trending? Like if I said, now let's go to Jay Leto and find out no, What's Trending, he, or would he just do like a big jaywalking skit. And now, I would that would be entertaining, but no, he is okay. he is admittedly not a sports fan. 
Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, but yeah, but Will, Will Ferrell's wearing wearing this referee outfit, the big black wow. and yellow striped shirt that looks just terrible. And he's like, and they all started waving, yelling, "Will Ferrell!" But he was already in his car. He kind of waved back. It was really nice. Uh, he, but yeah. he's just ref. He's a ref. Ref at games. That's a good. I, that's a that's frankly, that's a good story for her growing up to keep years from now. For somebody who Elf hit them in their, I mean. Elf hit us when we were already adults, frankly. Yeah, yeah. When it means something and, you know, that kind of thing, young, and then that's the guy in Elf that I saw at soccer, that's a story yeah. that could be told 10 years from now. Yeah. Well, that's how the rest of our life. Will Ferrell was refereeing a game. I wish I had him as a referee in like all the the references I would have made. If he was refereeing a game, if he made a mistake on a call, i go, that's the biggest mistake you've made since Stranger Than Fiction. You know, <laughs> <laughs> now hold on. Just tried to go serious there. <laughs> I think he would have liked that, or he would have thrown me out. You're gone. You are gone. You're gone from this game. <laughs> By the way, I did see a list last night of the celebrities who were at the LAFC game when they lost to Lionel Messi and Miami last night. It was a massive list of LeBron James. And Leonardo DiCaprio and Selena Gomez and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and Clayton Kershaw, Magic Johnson, Mookie Betts. It was a very long list. The guy we're going to talk about next segment was on that list at the game last night and was arrested after the game. Oof. There's your tease. We will have more on that coming up right now. Steve has what's trending. Steve or Jay Leno, one of them has what's trending <laughs> in the wide world of sports. What do you got, Steve? I don't have the chuckles or the jaw. Duke <laughs> defeated ninth-ranked Clemson 28-7. Clemson actually led at halftime 7-6 and then got shut out the rest of the way. The Tigers tonight had two field goal attempts blocked, two fumbles, one interception, and two turnovers on downs. Quarterback Riley Leonard of Duke, who had a great year last season, opens this one with eight carries, 98 yards rushing, and a touchdown tonight. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup saw a specialist today about his injured hamstring at the U.S. Open. Madison Keys swept number three seed Jessica Pagula, 6'1", 6'3". Number two, Arena Sabalenka won easily. The late ball game in the majors went to Baltimore, beating the Angels in Anaheim 6-3. Shohei Otani was out tonight with oblique tightness. Pittsburgh defeated Mill Milwaukee 4-2. Philadelphia got a win, holding on 9-7 at San Diego. Phillies led 8-1 in the third inning. Kyle Schwarber with his 40th home run. His batting average is up to 193. The Cubs shut out San Francisco 5-0 today. It was 1-0 in the seventh. Giants had just two hits in the game. The Giants, to start the day, were in a four-way tie for the last NL wildcard spot. Four teams! And the Giants had the exact same record as Miami and Arizona. Miami's going to be hosting the Dodgers, who are off tonight. That road trip for L.A. starts tomorrow. More on the Dodgers next segment. As for the Arizona Diamondbacks, home game against Colorado and a win against the Rockies, 4-2. to The winning pitcher, Merrill Kelly, with 12 strikeouts in seven innings. Kansas City beat the White Sox since Mike Harmon isn't here. 12-1 the final. White's... They would have beat him 12-1 if Harmon was here either. It doesn't <laughs> it, matter. It may or may not have been mentioned. White Sox offense went 3-for-29. They lost to Kansas City 12-1. to It's not just 12-1, period. Kansas City, as of yesterday, became the worst team in Major League Baseball. They had, the, they had a worse record than the A's because the A's 
got to play the Angels over the weekend and kept winning. Kansas City's record is now up to 43-96 and on the season. White Sox record, 53-85. and Cincinnati and Houston with wins. Toronto got a 10-inning victory. Boston beat Tampa Bay 7-3. And Minnesota won its game at Cleveland 20-6. The Twins are first place in the AL Central. Now six games ahead of the Guardians. And the losing pitcher in Cleveland... Formerly of the White Sox, Lucas Giolito. Boy, what a year he is having. He allowed nine runs in three innings, including a grand slam for Royce Lewis of the Twins. It was the third grand slam he has hit in the last eight games. Back to you. Thanks a bunch, Steve-O. The Jason Smith Show is Steve Desanger in for Mike Harmon tonight. Yes, coming up next, that big story out of Major League Baseball, Julio Urias, the Dodgers. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with special delivery Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. And uh, a big story out of Major League Baseball today, and it involves Julio Urias of the Dodgers, who the Dodgers are counting on immensely to come through down the stretch as they go into the playoffs. And look, pitching's their big thing, right? And their they big gonna, need. Yeah, are they going to have enough of it, right? Clayton Kershaw can't pitch every single game. Sandy Koufax is probably only good for an inning every couple of games. <laughs> Uh, but a shocking story involving Urias tonight, uh, who was arrested on felony domestic violence charges late last night. This is the second domestic violence arrest in the past four years. He was arrested just after 11 o'clock p.m., booked into jail, and released later on and has a court date of September 27th. Now, it was four years ago that there were witnesses that saw him push a woman down uh, at one of the malls here. And I want to say it was the Beverly Center Yes, uh, that he was at. Um, MLB suspended him for 20 games and never went to trial. Okay, that's the one you get, right? This is the one you get. Now, you have felony domestic violence and arrest while leaving BMO Stadium. Not only do I not expect him to ever play for the Dodgers again, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't even think it's, it's even going to be a question anymore. You have his, his court date not coming up till the end of September 27th. You saw what they did with Trevor Bauer. They ate a lot of money to sit him and say you are not going to pitch for the Dodgers again, and he had to go oh, play overseas yeah. and found all kinds of difficulties. There, there would have been a clubhouse revolt if they brought Bauer back. Yeah, and I and and, and the same thing you're looking at for Urias now. Uh, this is. I, I don't see how you do after after a second domestic violence situation. I don't see how you do it. But the Dodgers do things the right way, and you know it's it's not like you have to suspend. All you have to sit him down and say he just we don't we're you're not going to play. You are not going to play for us. And then you hit free agency, and then good luck. You'll you'll be somebody else's issue because this is not this is you're talking about being arrested for suspicion of felony domestic violence. You were arrested. Not there was a not there was a call. Not there was this. Not there was a report. This was you were arrested and you were released on bond of fifty thousand dollars on Monday morning. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see him. I, I don't see him pitching again the rest of this year, whether it's just common sense or the Dodgers and and what they've done and how they have handled a situation like this in the past. And keep in mind, this is a Dodger team that this year, at one point, we mentioned how pitching is a need had 10 pitchers on the injured list at the same time. They've been short of pitching all year. So often they've had a fifth spot in the rotation go to somebody up from the minors who has no business being in the major leagues yet, but they just didn't have a fifth pitcher, aside from the needs in the bullpen that they've had. And yet you've got Urias, who I thought probably wouldn't be re-signed already, 
after his contract ran out this year. Now I know it. And they've already said that he's not at the start of this road trip. Dodgers begin a series in Miami tomorrow. You mentioned he has a court date at the end of September. So it's an obvious question. Is going to be, is he going to be pitching at all for the Dodgers this month? And if well, he doesn't he, pitch this month... is he supposed month, to pitch tomorrow? Isn't he supposed to pitch? I, I think. Oh, he's I assume. Turned, yeah, I assume he's in the regular rotation. Yeah, exactly. So if he's not pitching this month, then he's not pitching in the playoffs, right? And this is so sad on so many levels, the human level first and foremost. But keep in mind the context. This was going to be one of the great Dodger pitchers of the last few decades to add to the list of great pitchers because he was found by the same scout who found Fernando Valenzuela in Mexico. Brought him here. He had the eye surgery as a kid. You see the goggles, glasses that he has to wear. Julio Rios still made the major leagues through all of that before age 20. As a teenager, he's on the mound and succeeding, and yet had a huge shoulder injury and a major operation that cost him the 2017 World Series, and therefore the following season he missed the 2018 World Series. What has he done since then? Phenomenal the last four or five years on the mound until this year. You remember when the Dodgers won the World Series 2020? Who was their closer in the postseason at the he end? Was. It was. It was Julio Arias. He closed the two biggest games that, with the pressure amount. He closed the NLCS and he closed the World Series. And he had been a phenomenal starting pitcher every round, undefeated, and winds up closing to win the World Series. And how does he follow that up? 20-game winner the next year to lead the league. How does he follow that up? Led the league in the ERA last year. So you got a guy whose ERA was 2.16 last year. It's more than double that this year. 4.60. He's had 24 home runs allowed in only 21 starts. It's by far his worst year, and it's going into his contract year. This was going to be, at the age of 26-27, the moment that he sets up generations of his family for life. Because that year he was in the World Series, he was making $1 million. This was going to be many, many times that. This was all for him heading into this year, and now the whole year's gone in the crapper. And now before you say, well, if he's got a court date coming up, he's still going to pitch. The Dodgers need him. They'll need him for the play. That's not how the Dodgers do it. I mean, you saw what they did with, with Trevor Bauer. There was a lot of blowback of, whoa, can you, well, you're still waiting. You're still trying to figure out what the charges are. And they said, you're just not going to play for us. And they took all the all the attention, all of the questions, and you're just not going to play. Yeah. And then we wait for the suspension. Apparently He's not Thursday, going to, play. to answer your question, Thursday was supposed to be his spot in the rotation, oh, so I, I, which I is currently okay. listed as to be determined. Yeah, I I have no doubt the Dodgers are going to do do the do the smart thing and say, you know what? Yeah, you're you're not going to pitch. You'll be on administrative leave or or something. You'll be on on the or some kind of exempt list. However, it's going to be, but he's done and he's not going to pitch for them again. I don't know how they'll do it with his salary. I don't know. Will they straight pay him? Will they just say you're not around the team? Will they suspend him? I mean, I don't know, because by the time you get to the end of the regular season, you're talking well, about the 27th, it's, there's it's four only, or five games it's left. It's only yeah. four weeks of salary prorated to finish the regular yeah. season, and it's only half the salary that he's going to make st- or would have made starting next year with somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, there goes Julio Arias, and, and you wonder now what's going to happen to him if it Maybe he's thrown his last pitch. You don't know how this is going to go. And who knows? Maybe he's already thrown his last pitch in his MLB career. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Jason Smith, Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. We got more baseball next hour because we had Shoei Otani's agent jump in with some big news tonight. But straight ahead, we talk about the biggest upset in college football we just saw, Fox. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.